You're tuning into. You're now tuning into. Codename Zizi. Welcome back, guys. What's Welcome going back. on, everyone? What's going on? If you notice anything uh, different, we now have two microphones. Yes, yeah, much better. So one of us don't have to sound like we're across the, In the room. catacombs, right? <laughs> um. So I'm Basil Anthony. I'm Tyrone. And this is Codename Z, the podcast, and this is episode nine. nine. Oh, so nine, wow, almost, almost ten. ten. Yeah, well, we've been doing this for a while now, huh? We're almost, we're basically professionals. I mean, honestly, at this point, Kid Fury, give you seat up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but today's topic, we're going to be talking today about college and not what you think. Not the bad parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> so before that. Not the stories. Not the story. That's another day. Hearing that. It's another day. Right. <laughs> but we're going to talk about whether we think it's worth it to go to college, basically. And like, That's a good question. Like, do you think it's worth I have my own opinions on that. And I mean, both of us have degrees in psychology. And right. One of us is in law school. I'm not going to say who it is. Maybe me. <laughs> I'm almost done. It's been an adventure. We have a lawyer in the room. Right. <laughs> But um, so yeah, we both we both gone through the we both gone through four years, and you've gone through an extra three, right, for your degree. But like, do you think it's worth it? Honestly, I don't know. That's such a loaded. That's a loaded question. I feel like because, well, I think I would start by saying because there's a lot to un- unpack about it. But I would definitely start by saying that it is my belief in today's economy that. Four-year colleges and universities, I think, is just not for everyone. And that's what people have to understand. Like, college is just not going to be for everyone. But what I would say and is what I would normally tell the seniors when I was, like, mentoring at the University of Penn program, I will always tell them, like, you don't have to go to a four-year college, but I believe you have to do something after high school. Like, yeah. whether it whether it's a trade or some sort of program, because just the fact of the matter is that most of the time, just going right out of high school and looking for a job, you're not going to really find a job that you need to sustain yourself as an adult. Shoot, people, even people with college degrees are barely finding the jobs Hello. that they need to, to sustain themselves in this economy. So that's what I would just start by saying, I guess. Honestly, yeah. Like, okay, so for me, like, I don't know. For me, with art, well, we both, we both had the same degree. We both went through different... Um, Journeys, yeah, different schools, too. different schools. Yeah. Well, yes, okay, drag me. How are they dragging um, you? Anyway, first you know, of all, I didn't say anything about the schools. Okay, um, <laughs> work. So, <laughs> but no. So we went through different journeys. Like I know when I left, I originally was going to go back within a year. Um, right. Well, the initial plan was to go back right away. Like I was going to go right back into a master's program with my university. Right. Um, but then at the end of the day, I felt so academically burnt out that I was like, I don't think I'm going to do well. So I decided to take a year or now three off and just work. Right, and right. that was for me the most difficult thing because I don't know how to say it, but like, I feel like nowadays bachelor's is almost the same as like a high school diploma. Like that it, you get slightly yeah. better money, but like depending on what job you want, especially with like psychology or like social work and stuff like that, you don't get the high paying, good paying jobs. Right. Like, you know, right. you get like when you come out with a, a psych degree, you can be a TSS. Right. And that is a very stressful job for a lot less money than you think that. Well, then I think I'm worth. Right. Um, but, you know, and I just 
do I think it's worth it in a way? Yes, because it does open up some doors. But in the same token, I just feel like unless you're going for the long haul, it not as much like also depending on what you want to do. Like for me, like, you know, I got a degree in psych, but, you know, I want to go into acting. I want to go into film, movie, reality television. Like I want to go into that type of field. So for me, obviously, it doesn't help me right it helped right. me get the, you know it helps me get the job that i have now where like you know it's i guess pretty high paying or whatever right but it's not what i want to do but it's like i'm always like kind of confined to a box of this is where i am this is the degree i have i can't really move on to something unless i go to get something else yeah but however had i just gone straight through high school and worked at i don't know target mcdonald's x y and z I don't know where I would have been now because yeah, I don't think yeah. I would have been able to afford to live on my own on target salary. Right, right. So, and that's the, I don't know. Yeah, especially, yeah, because like you're absolutely right about the bachelors. It's like pretty much nowadays, and like a lot of professors made that clear that you pretty much need a upper level degree beyond college. Pretty much, you need a graduate level degree to really be competitive for certain jobs. And it's like for me, well, I mean, for me, it's kind of different because to become a lawyer, like, you literally have to go to law. Like, it's really no choice. Like, you can't become a lawyer with yeah, the bachelor's. You can't go to a lawyer trade school. Right, exactly. So, it's, like, really no choice but to get a graduate degree because that's the degree you need to become a lawyer. But for other people, I know a lot of people who could technically get jobs with, with the degree they want in the field that they want but are going back to school because, like you said, like, it's so competitive. But actually, psychology is different because you really can't. There's certain jobs you can get with a bachelor's in psychology, but, like, you can't really be a psychologist yeah. with a bachelor's degree. Like, you have to have that upper level. Which is irritating. Yeah, I know right. when I was in school, like, you know, my initial dream was to be a therapist, either in school or anything else. And right. when I realized, that, oh, you have to have a master's for this, I was kind of like, well, geez. Like, I went through all this. I went through four years of this for me to tell me. Hmm, you can go sit with kids for eight hours a day and <laughs> right, right. not be able to do anything. You know, it's like, right. wow. So I can just, you I can, can be, be a therapist a, for your family. <laughs> Pretty much they could call that's, you. That's unpaid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you know, it's so funny. I, but I, something else, because I know when the pandemic hit really hard, you know, I initially I had lost my, my other job right before the pandemic started. And I was applying to different like retail establishments because, right. you know, my, a lot of my background was in food service and retail right before i was doing anything with my degree yeah so i was applying for like you know old navies and targets x y and z and i think that i honestly felt like my degree almost held me back oh yeah that is because you know i think a lot of people think like oh well he has this degree he's going to move on to something eventually right and he's not going to stay with us so why even hire him yeah so like in a sense it's like if you know what you want to do then, like, if you want to live and work at Target for the rest of your life, I mean, you we had those coworkers that have been at Target for 75 years. Right. You know, it's because they're, like, a lot of times they always say, like, oh, I regret not going to school because it's like, this is the only thing I can do. I can work at a right. Walmart, a Target, a shop, right? And right. And that's not to down those jobs or, like, degrade anyone who's oh, not working there. Yeah, it's just, unfortunately, these jobs don't pay. As far as the cost of living and especially, like, in <clears> cities like us... They don't pay. I mean, which has to change. Like, they should start paying their workers a livable wage. And 
twelve dollars and seven. That's not enough. That's not a livable. Fifteen is barely a livable wage. Twenty dollars is barely a livable <laughs> wage in Philadelphia anymore. So that's kind of what we're saying. We're not saying that like it's a bad thing to work at your job, but it's just if you're talking about financial freedoms, because I mean historically, retail jobs and fast food jobs used to be jobs that primarily teenagers took, like because. If you're living in a home with your parents, whatever money you're making at Target is enough to just go out and have fun or whatever you would be doing. But when you start talking about supporting a family, that's when it becomes hard to like live or supporting yourself as an actual adult with bills and things like that. <laughs> right. And like and like not saying like when I like I again, I enjoy the job that I have now. However, when I was working in retail and working in food service, that was the most honestly the most fun that I've had working in general. Right. Just because even though you might have those coworkers or those supervisors you don't particularly care for, it's such a community and it was also fun for me to do it. So, you know, I did it right. I did it all through college and I did it a little bit post college. And again, like I said, like that was the most fun I've had. Right. So had, you know, Target pay twenty two dollars an hour, I would be right at Target. Right. Because like I love the I like the atmosphere, I love the community that I was working with. It's just the fact that now it's such it's not a livable wage that it's hard to think like oh wow I'm gl- like I'm glad at the end of the day that I do have this degree and I do have these letters after my name that I can say oh, okay I can get this job because this is it right right but at the same time it's like I don't if I didn't have the job I have now it was like it was kind of like is it worth it I mean I always thought that I I mean when the pandemic heart started and I was because I mean I don't really haven't used my degree until, until this job. To be right, quite honest, right, right, and the jobs I had before, and then finding one now, I was kind of like, was it worth it? And I was thinking, like, damn, was it worth it to get this degree? You know, should I went into education? Should I went somewhere else, or should I did something right. else? Because it was like this degree is so like sedentary. I don't know, like it's like you can only do three, four things with only right. this degree, <laughs> and that's the thing too. That's another piece of advice or thing that I will warn against is that. When you're picking a major or when you're thinking about going to college, you really have to think about while the major may be fun, can you get a job afterwards? Like, so for example, philosophy major, Mm. you're the only job you really can get is being a philosophy professor, which means that you have to go all the way up to PhD level and get a job. So that might not be, whereas certain fields like, I don't know, nursing, if you want to go, right, if you want to go and get like, a RN and become a registered nurse, like get your bachelor's in nursing, you're pretty much, that's always a surefire job. Like you barely see anybody with a nursing degree that say they're unemployed. You're basically guaranteed a job with the nursing degree. So it's basically like you have to sometimes be careful and really think things through with the major that you're picking too. Yeah. Well. Like, that, like I know, like, I mean, when I started out, I, you know, I was education right. and I just feel like I didn't want to continue on with it, which is funny now because at the left of the, psych degree where right. i mostly mo- mostly anything past past then was in education right you know right. substitute teacher like all that like so i was like wow everything was in education but i was like should i just should i have just went for education yeah because i would have i fully would have been like in a teaching position immediately right but it was like i didn't know if i want to do that and yeah like like you said picking what you want to do and seeing it through like for me like when I was thinking of education, I was like, I want to be a teacher. When I thought of psychology, I want to be a therapist. And I'll also say this, get good advice. Mm. Don't, cause like for yeah. me, I thought once I got a bachelor's, I could fully be like a school therapist. 
Right, that's not. I didn't realize that I couldn't do that. Right. Until I really got like, you know, my advisor was like, you know, really truthful with me. Like, no, like you can be a TSS, but like school therapist, you need to go back to school. And I didn't know that. And like, I was kind of like, dang, I wish I wouldn't have wasted two and a half years because at this point I'm a senior so I'm not going to change majors I want to leave now right (laughs) so it's like you know if you are going go for something that you really want to do but go for something that like I say follow your heart but follow the money as well yeah because like a lot of people like you know I have a friend who she majored in philosophy she has a degree in philosophy and then she ended up going to school for like therapy right and it's like yeah because that degree really was going to do much and like I have someone who graduated a degree in anthropology and it's like, it's so difficult to find things that are not like the anthropology coordinator. Right. <laughs> like, right, it's right. like, what, you know, what, what do you, what do you can do? What can you do with that like degree? So for me for psychology, it was like, what can I do with this after right. I leave? Because now my dream that I thought is no longer a thing. Right. Right. So now I'm like, Oh, I have to go back into a higher education than I had to spend more money, get more debt <laughs> right. and get, you know, get a, a, a higher degree. Yeah. And it's, and it's, that's that, like, that's really true. And it's like, and it's for me, like I majored in psych because I found it really interesting. But the thing is like for law school, there's not one specific major that they say, like pretty much do something that has a lot of reading and writing to prepare yourself for law school. <laughs> that's pretty much their recommendation going into law school. But it's like, I don't know. It's it definitely can be hard, but also I definitely do think that there's other benefits to college as well. So like, yes, your degree, but I think if you do college in the right way, that's how you can get your worth out of it pretty much. So like the opportunities to network, meet people, internships, and all like all of those other things and also just like the social and independent skills that you gain from sometimes being away from home for the first time and like navigating things kind of on your own. So like, I definitely always like when I would like talk to younger people, I act like I'm so old, but like people <laughs> younger than us, like I will always say like there are different advantages to college that you should think of. So I don't know. It's just about doing college in the right way too. I feel like, yeah, like college, it like, it can be, and I saw this with my, like, you know, I went to a primarily white institute. I mean, you did too. Right. Um, yours was more primarily white than I was about mine. to say, mine was. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I think that going there, you definitely get, like, a, a, a higher understanding of what it means to just be a person in general. And I think a lot of people who don't go kind of miss that. Right. And... I do kind of want to bring that topic. I think we do have to go for a break. Right. I'm going to say hold that thought. Hold that thought. But we're going to go for a break. um, And then we'll kind of talk about that in a second. All right. We'll be back, guys. This week's podcast is sponsored by Chloe. Because sponsors so dry. Lord, have mercy. Please, somebody, sponsor us. It's getting sad. And we're back. So, basically, you said that... What were you saying? What was your thought before we went on break? Well, before we listened to that wonderful sponsorship, um, I was just saying... <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, another, another, I think, reason people should go to college in general is just because not only for the, uh, like, the after-school effect, the... I don't know how to say this. The freedom Normal to... development? Uh-oh. There we go. Right. That, that sounds... <laughs> listen, better than I was going to say. Right. Yeah, like the the moral development that you run into. Because, like, 
you see people out here that like you know I don't want to say they're you know quote unquote uneducated, but like right. people who don't have the same type of education that we would have or like went through the same experience right. wouldn't understand like someone who's been stuck in Philly their yeah, entire life for sure in the same hood with the same people right they just it just seems like a lot of them don't have that opportunity to grow and understand different people different backgrounds different you That's know important. gain different opportunities right you know understand different like Everything. So it's like you see that, and like that's why I think a lot of times when people say like when you leave your hometown, you never want to come back, because it's right. like you see that like when I'm you, you know you bubble. go, you're like right. there's more people than these 25 people live on this block. Right, right. There's more foods out there. Right. Like there's more opportunity. There's more like I can uh, get along with these different type of people because right. I know like I know how to code switch a lot more. Exactly. Because this is what I've this you know this is what I've gone through. Right. So, I mean, I like, you know, I, I think that's I definitely a, agree with that. And that's, a, you know, that's such a positive thing. It's like you have the opportunity to really, like, understand who you are. Like, I mean, a lot of people, when they get to college, like, you know, a lot of people are, like, stuck in a box. And it's like, they, right. this is the opportunity to, if you want to sing, you can start singing. You get into a choir. If you want to dance, you start dancing. You want to come out, honestly. You get, you come out because yeah. it's like, you have that sense of, like, I'm so free, Right. And this is a, such an area that I can be who I want to be that I couldn't be on my block. Right. I couldn't be at home right. because I know mom, dad, uncle, grandpa would be looking at me crazy. But it's like you get right. out there and you see a lot and you see a lot of kids who when they start freshman year versus when they start their senior year it's have different. completely evolved. Right. And moved on to different like being a different person. It's like that's another a positive, I think, of even like. And that's just a personal thing, like right. not at, beyond education. Yeah, definitely. And I always, because I always say it because one thing that they have shown is that a lot of college students tend to be very more liberal when it comes to social policies or like social issues and identity and things like that. And that's I, that's primarily because, like you were saying education and exposure so it's like for the first time you're actually friends with someone who was i don't know of arab descent or you're finally friends with someone who is i don't know jewish chinese like you have just so many different friends you're finally you meet a person who i don't know identifies as gender binary for the first time where you never that's not to say these people don't exist in your like towns or something but you, you really don't, don't see them yeah and you don't interact or it could be because they were afraid to express certain things and it's like also the education is like for example i mean like in some of the things that we learned in our psych major about i don't know for example like sexual orientation and how sexual orientation develops and stuff like they don't teach that in high schools like they don't teach that in especially like inner city areas and stuff so it's like people may have certain biases and discriminations because they really just don't understand it. So a lot of people go to college and come back very liberal is because they understand other people more. They understand the other point of view in a way that they didn't before. And I think it really, it does help you grow. And like you also said, like getting outside of your comfort zone and learn how to switch. I remember when I first, my first year at Connecticut college, I was ready to come back. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, first of all, it was... It was like three of us, as far as black people. My 
should I say this? Uh, he probably no. listened. My roommate. It just was not a good experience. I'm going to leave it there. We, that, that could be a story time. Keep up if you want to hear that story. Oh, Comment man. below. But it just was not a good experience. And I was like almost ready to come home. Like I was still going to go to college, but I wanted to transfer to like somewhere near here. And I remember I just ended up, I'm like, well, let's see how the second year goes. I ended up getting my own room and it was a lot better. And I remember my boss at the time at Penn was basically like, and she was also like my mentor. She was basically saying that she was, she would recommend me staying there. And she's happy that I stayed there because now pretty much I know that I can thrive and survive in a place that I'm not familiar with, which is a really good life skill because sometimes you never know where opportunities may take you. So now let's say I get an amazing job offer in Oregon. I know if I really want to take that job offer, I would know how to adjust and survive. Whereas if I only stayed in my bubble in Philly, I may decline that job because I will be afraid to take a step into something new. You know what I'm saying? So it kind mm-hmm. of teaches you that life skill as well of like adjusting and trying stuff, like trying new things. And I think also kind of going back a little bit on your one point with like, you know, oh, they might be someone who's non-binary or gay or, you know, whatever. Right. And they might be in that same, I mean, they might be in the same high school as you or wherever, whatever. I think a lot of times too, it's such a shock when you get to a place of higher education because there are people who have different mindsets of you and what, like, you know, what, what, what flew under the radar or what was like acceptable in your high school because you were in a high school where everyone's kind of had the same mindset. Right. It doesn't fly when you get to college. college. Yeah. So when you get there and there's someone's like, Oh, I'm gay. And you're like, you're like going to make a joke about it or make fun of it. There's going to be like and you get 75 people who are looking at you like, what's wrong? Like right. what's wrong with that? What's wrong with you? Right. And then you're kind of like, Hmm. I, you know, this would have, this would have killed if I was back in X, Y, and Z. If I was on a block, this would have been funny. Or right, and it's like, yeah, because these are people who have like different walks of life, and it's like they're no, they don't have the same mindset as you. So yeah, a lot of times people understand, like, wow, like, am I kind of an a hole about it? Right, <laughs> you know, it's That's like the, it's literally people' first taste of getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you get canceled like, now you're about quickly. To get canceled. You know, I'm about to hang out with you. But yeah, and it's like that's, that's and I think that's another positive thing is where like you get you get the the dialogue that has never been there. So when you make fun of somebody for a certain thing, or you make fun of a certain situation, people are there to be like, no, this that's not how this works. Right. Like this isn't this isn't the real like this isn't what you thought. This is the real right. world. Like right. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Learn something. Read a yeah. book. Read, read a book. book. Right. Read, like, read the room. Read something. Like, right. And that's why I feel like a lot of people who don't survive that long is because they never got out of that stage of, like, oh, if I don't understand it, let me make fun of it or let me joke about it. Right. Because then it's, like, people right there are like, no, this isn't this isn't funny. Right. Right. You know? And that's, that's it's very true. But also, I kind of wanted to bring up, when it comes to college, like, about it being worth it is that, Sometimes I think another issue that we have is that in high school, I don't think we have enough career exploration. And what I mean by that is like, I think sometimes while you see kind of different outcomes for people who went to college or knew college was for them and people who didn't go to college is because there's not enough of helping students understand what they really want to do. And who they are in life. So it's like, I don't know, like, someone may really, really, really be into acting. And that's their dream. But 
there was no like outlet for them. It was no formalizing it. So maybe they're probably like, okay, I'm just going to go to college because I got to get a real job. And, you know, and they end up going there and they either hate it or something or the other way they may not go to college because they're like, I'm not interested in it and acting is what I want to do. But everybody keeps like, well, that's not a real job. And then they end up on this path of like not having enough money. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like if we really dig into what students want and who they are and teach them paths to get there. Like, so if a, I don't know, if a high school student says, hey, I love to act. Then, okay, let, let's sit them down. Let's have a career meeting. So, okay, if you want to be an actor, maybe you should talk with your parents about getting a manager. Oh, here's these acting classes at community college that you can take for free. Here's how you can do You know what I'm saying? So, like, help people turn their passions into careers because when people find something that they love and are passionate about, it can really help them thrive. And it will, one, save a lot of hardships and save people wasted time and money for them going to college and realize I didn't have to go to college for this thing that I really like. Mm-hmm. I could have went a different path about this and still had a successful career or whatever. I don't know. That's, I just think because I know people who were like interested in certain things and it's just, they went to college for one thing and ended up dropping out because everybody knew like you didn't like that. Thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You didn't like that. And then would just kind of like set them in a, path that is like hard to or like their parent wanted them to like oh like i want you to be a teacher so it's like so they go to they go to college and they're not enjoying it because they're like i'm in this but like they're like oh i really want to get into something else right right. because they have that force of like oh you need to do you need to go do this so then they have such a negative outlook on college in general right so they're like oh it wasn't worth it because i had a horrible time it's like no you had a horrible time because someone made you have a horrible time yeah but a lot of times people go and they have a good time because genuinely they get to get involved into things that they really wanted to do. Right, right, right. Which is the most positive. Yeah. And it's just because I really just want schools, especially in high school, to turn away from... I mean, of course, teaching math, teaching pre-calculus, even though I have yet to use pre-calculus in my real life. Have you used the Pythagorean theorem yet? Right. So, it's just I want them to have classes that really want to teach people real skills when they get on the real world, but also... Like, for example, I want them to embrace change. So, like, nowadays, there's a lot of young people who be like, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a social media influencer. And I can kind of already see or envision, like, the older generation trying to, like, pull them. Like, it's something that you can do, but no, we're going to get this real job. And you can think about that on the side. Like, whereas... How about really lean into it? Like this is, this can be real lucrative career. So how about in high school offer the art of making money on social media, teach kids, teach high school students from early age about monetization, how to make a brand, public speaking, things like that. Like you can make these classes where students can learn real skills and turn these things that people think is a hit or miss career into something that is very stable and they they can start on the path. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, and like looking at like what is it? Skillshare that like oh yeah supports everybody, right? You know, hey Skillshare. <laughs> you want to sponsor. sponsor? But like they literally have like skill. That Skillshare is a thing where it's like I'm going to go and look at these lessons right. and 
okay, I'm a, you can go from how to, you know, play the guitar to how to be a YouTuber, how to be the next uh, Addison Ray. Right. Like, it's literally lessons like that, but it's like if we would have taught them back then. Right. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't, I've gone through how many, like you said, we went through how many years of algebra. Right, and right. English. I haven't read another Shakespeare book since. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't read old English for fun. That was like it's like it's like a lot of it is just like push you through school, push you through school. The most important thing is your grades, X, Y, and Z, and you get out in the world, and then you're like, "Well, I'm miserable." Right, regurgitating. And honestly, I remember I was I heard someone speak. I don't know if it was an article. They were basically saying that like the what we learn and how we learn in school is very antiquated in the sense that like for example in history classes and stuff like is very focused on regurgitating facts pretty much like honestly learn what the what year did this war happen and where was the ba- the battle of this and what did it do but it's like honestly the person was saying like nowadays we have google so honestly children don't have to sit there and remember the certain facts anymore because if they're out in the real world and need to remember what year a battle happened I they mean, go on your iPhone real quick. And, and first of all, when are they if going I'm on Jeopardy, that? then yes. Right. And but like, like, I'm not walking down the street on a normal day and someone's like, hey, when did Christopher Columbus sail the ocean blue? Right. <laughs> I don't know. What year did we step on the moon? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. No, like, you don't. Now, I do think that it's good for students to learn a general history of how our country Like, we definitely need to, we need to know our history. Yeah, so we won't repeat it. But it's like... I don't know. Do it have to be know. this long? Yeah, do it have to be this detailed? Do we, we only have to learn to about slavery during February? But right. I <laughs> do we have to know about every single battle of the Civil I War? I gotta know about Queen like, Elizabeth. I don't... Cool. Uh, do we have to know what they was wearing when they threw the tea into the water? I like, like, <laughs> do I need to learn about Paul? Do I need to read a whole book about Paul Revere? Like, right. mm, I'm okay. Oh my gosh. I, but, I don't think so. But I think it's just about time to get into our daily rants. Weekly uh, rants. Woo. Well, not daily. I guess weekly. I said yeah. daily. Like, we're up here. Actually, no, we're, we're, we're going to do the podcast every day now. Right. Monday through Friday. <laughs> get ready for five new episodes next right. week. Right. <laughs> so, Basil, how about you start? Do you have a rant? Yeah, I do have a rant for today. <clears throat> okay, what is it? My rant is going to be about uh, people in leadership positions. Ooh. Now. Yes, thank you. Don't start. Don't. You know, you have way too much fun with this soundboard. I love this soundboard. I need to add more sounds. You, you do. <laughs> People in leadership positions. Listen, okay. Mm-hmm. Coming from someone who has been a supervisor at multiple jobs. Right. I cannot stand supervisors who... <laughs> hush. <laughs> who get offended when you try to tell them that you don't feel supported. Right. As a current worker now... Basil, who are you talking about? As a Let current worker now... Who are you talking about? I'm saying that it's not about, it's not about me personally. This is about the youth of America. Now... Okay, continue. Anyway, when you are in a position of power and someone makes it a point to kind of explain to you in the nicest way possible that... You're not doing what you need to do, and I don't feel the support I need to feel to react in a certain way as to be offended and to take the more pettier route. Right. Is not right. Listen, like I'm saying, some I've been a supervisor before, and for the most part, I've been liked. Most times I've been a supervisor. And when I wasn't liked, if someone brought like I always I always tell all my workers if they were ever under me this. 
I don't mind you saying what you need to say to me. I don't mind you letting me know that if I'm doing something that's wrong or you feel like it's not appropriate, X, Y, and Z, I don't take that as a, I don't take offense to that. Right. Because you're letting me know as a person in power that I'm failing you. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. Like, you right. just let me know because the thing is, a lot of times you might not know. But I would never, as a person in a position of power, when someone tells me, hmm, I don't think you're doing this well enough for me or, like, this is not assisting me or helping me, I don't think the the response should be, well, let me be negative towards you and let me start targeting you and let me be, and let, you know, this is this is not, this, right, what, what right. Is, this is a job. Yeah. You know, a small, like, a, like small criticism should not equal, you know, a, a personal vendetta yeah, against true. someone. That is so true. So I just think people people who are in position to power need to get it together. Have to get it care. together. Get your life together <laughs> and understand that this is not a personal attack against you. Yeah. This is just me trying to let you know yeah, that, that you I'm feeling. not feeling what I need to feel right. at this job. I don't feel supported. I don't feel appreciated. Now I feel targeted. Right. And a lot of times, I think a lot of people in positions, they wonder why a full staff at Taco Bell quits <laughs> on a random Correct. Tuesday at 2 p.m. No, 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 no. That's true. And there's been many TikToks. Everybody put their little three, two weeks in or whatever. Right. And that's just happened in most different jobs that I've had. When everybody put their thing in, you're like, oh, well, I don't understand. It's the new generation. No, it's not the new, new, it's not the new generation. It's you. Right. You aren't doing it well. Right. So right. when someone tries to tell you, hey, in the nicest way possible, this is not helping me. Right. And you become a raging butthole about it. Right. And also, just to Come barge on. into your rant a little bit, yes, it also is kind of the new generation because the new generation with these bosses and supervisors are realizing is that the new generation doesn't tolerate being treated or talked to any type of way. Okay, yes, you're the supervisor, but you still treat people with respect. You're, like, super, you're my supervisor, not yeah, my father. Right, so that's another thing. And I think that is something that they see the new generation like. They're not taking a lot of BS. Yeah, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of our generation don't stay in the same job. Like, you know how you get, like, you know, your moms and dads have been in the job for 35, 45, 50 years. Right. And they hate their job every day. Us younger people are like, if I don't like it, I'm gone. Right, right. Period. Like, you're not going to sit there and treat me in a way and I'm going to stay here. Yeah. So I think that's why you're not understanding. It's like, it's not like anything personal. It's like, you're not treating me like a person. At the end of the day, we're all people. Right. Whether you're the CEO or you're the maintenance man. Right. We're all the same people. We all deserve the same type of respect and we all deserve to yeah. be able to voice our opinions and let you know if we don't feel a certain way at a job. Right. But to respond and to be negative and to be spiteful is just not good business practice. Yeah, it's not. Well, true speaking, tea. Speaking of business practices, I'll keep on the same level the businesses. <clears throat> we talked about professionalism recently, oh. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially in our areas. Mm-hmm. I understand, trust and believe me, I understand that working at retail places or fast food places can be quite annoying. Like, I worked at a fast food place or something. <laughs> say, say, Some 45 hours? Well, no. Ben & Jerry's, I worked for like oh, a okay. year. But McDonald's, I worked for... 72 seconds. 12 hours. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is not for me. Thank y'all. Thanks, love. Enjoy. Like, and I, uh, speaking of professionalism, I texted my boss. I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming back. You want me to drop off the head? Like, I'm screaming. 
Horrible. But anyway, but no, but the professionalism, like, the level of unprofessionalism, like, that I see in, like, these stores and amongst young people Far is, like, too much. ridiculous. Like, we shouldn't, you shouldn't have customers in your lobby and you're in the back. Let me tell you how I whipped this hoe. And let me show, look, the true story. Oh, Lord. All the workers, first of all, that's why it's taking 35 minutes for me to get my food because all of the workers are huddled in watching a fight video. I ordered a and small then I fry. Her and I pulled her by her ponytail. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, you are at work. Not the ponytail. And not the manager coming out cursing too. And on his phone, look at it. Ha, 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 ha. We're at work. You are at work. Like, what What are we not connecting here? What plus, This isn't and, your lunch break. Right, and I'm like, okay, I understand that you may think, okay, it's McDonald's, but still, it is your job. Like, I remember when I went for that interview at McDonald's, I still wore full dress clothes and everything because it's still a job and you respect it. You, I don't know. And then also, like, going into maybe my personal rant is against McDonald's in this oh area, the one across here. Not well, all McDonald's. You already know I don't like McDonald's because I ordered from Uber Eats from two times and right. they got my order wrong both times. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what y'all be doing at McDonald's. Watching fight videos. Where I can but, get my small fry and my 20-piece nugget. Right. <laughs> and then, um, and then first of all, during this pandemic, every manager changes the policy literally every three and a half minutes. One minute you're allowed in, one minute you're not. Oh my one minute you can come in for pickup only. The next minute you have to go into the drive-thru. And it's like so annoying. So we go in there the other day. First of all, there's a way you speak to customers. Mm-hmm. We walk in, this the girl. Lobby closed. I'm like, first of all, sorry, I probably bust your eardrums out for the the poor poor ears, right? But that's literally how she was, and I'm like, lobby closed. It's like four people in here ordering (laughs) food, so I'm really, unless I'm hallucinating right now, I don't think. And then here go other girl. It's not closed. Oh, it's not. Y'all don't know. First of all, do you not see the people? And that's why I think people are going to work hard too. I think that's another issue because you not do you not see the people like sitting right there. It's just the lack of professionalism really just drives me up a wall. And then like the attitudes, like the attitudes is just. I say this every week. If you I don't want this job, right, give it up. Yeah, just like give it to somebody else right. who wants the job. It should not be. I shouldn't be ordering and feel like I'm bothering you. Like, Honestly, it's like what the. It's like, like, I'm sorry, I'm at, did I come to your house? Right. I think I think Chick-fil-A should open up a customer service boot camp and charge all the other companies because Chick-fil-A, you never have any issues. It's very polite. Even if you I are being a two sauces. pain. Right. Even if you're being a pain and asking all the words, it's still, my pleasure is stuff like, it... When you pull up the McDonald's drive-thru, what can I get you? Not welcome to McDonald's. Right. Can I get you the Saweetie meal? Like, right. What can I get you? Right. Oh, girl. Once, I, oh, sorry, I just got a lot of stories about this. Maybe it's this particular McDonald's. I'm not even going to tell where it's at. So, don't let me stop. Don't. It's, it's on the corner of, let me stop. <laughs> you might get but, a sponsorship from McDonald's one day now. Right. Well, hope McDonald's, yeah, you can sponsor us and maybe we can do campaigns I was, about. I do, I do love a McGriddle. Right. Do a campaign about getting <laughs> your less than stellar stores together. Hmm. But, first of all, so, they have a... They have something on their menu called the ice caramel mocha. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pull up to the drive-thru. So my mom is, I was driving with my mom. So I'm like, mom, can you give me an ice caramel mocha? It's like a medium. 
Mind you, right on the app, it shows her the menu. My mom was like, can I get a medium iced caramel mocha? A ice caramel mocha what? Um... Uh, ice caramel. Ice caramel mocha. The fries? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? Like, ice girl. coffee. I'm like, yes, yes. I guess it's ice coffee. It's whatever the ice caramel mocha is. I don't know what it is. You tell me. <laughs> like, and then, so she proceeds to say they don't have that in iced coffee. But the thing that made me mad is, first of all, you do. Because <laughs> you do. after she said, no, they don't have it, I went on the app and ordered it and they brought it outside. So, like, <laughs> I'm not understanding how you don't have it. But... You know, normally if you go to Starbucks, right, mm-hmm. and you order something, and maybe if you're not saying it right or it's not really a thing, what do they normally do at Starbucks? Help oh, you. we don't have that, but do you like something with caramel or like we have this that's kind of similar to that? No, I was her, just about to say that. Right. Like, they don't give no type of option. It's like we don't have it. Right. Pick something else. Right. Ooh. Ice caramel mocha what? An ice caramel mocha. We don't have mocha and iced coffee. At this point, do you want to fight? Do you want to fight? I'm just going just... I think I need to end this rant now because my blood pressure. I think my... Let me check my heart rate. 116? (laughs) Like, calm down, sir. But anyway, y'all, I think that's it for today's podcast. Let's get out of here. All right. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. We'll see you next week. Tune in. Tell your friends, tell your grandpa, tell your aunties and your uncles. Right. Follow us on Instagram and everywhere else. And if you have good McDonald's recommendations, tell, send me the location. Thank you. Honestly. Right. <laughs> see y'all. Bye. Bye.